I'm Polly Campbell, and this is Simply Said. Hello, hello, hello. This is Polly Campbell, and you're listening to Simply Said, the podcast where we talk about how to live well, do good, and be happy by creating the businesses we care about the lives we love. That's what we're going to talk about here today. We're really going to talk about launching a lifestyle. It's not just creating a business or a side hustle or managing a household. It's launching a lifestyle as we head into the new year. It's about that time again. (laughs) It seems to keep creeping up on me. And I am of that generation now that gets to say, wow, time passes so fast. Remember when you were a kid and took forever to get to the holidays? And now it doesn't. It seems like a blur. And what I'm really thinking about going into the New Year's, how to be deliberate to make sure that the things I'm doing are meaningful. The things that I'm doing matter and contribute something positive to the world and contribute something positive to me. I want to live and work in a way that supports the feeling and the lifestyle I want to have. You know, years ago when I started my writing business, it was a million years ago, about 27, coming up on 27 years ago now, I think, I was really looking at the things I wanted to create because there were lots of jobs out there where I could make a payday, right, and support myself. I had a great one. But it wasn't satisfying at all to me. I didn't love the work. I didn't feel like I was learning the things I was curious about. I wasn't growing or contributing in a way that felt meaningful to me. And so really when I quit that job for the writer's life, I left a lot of financial security for sure. And there have been ups and downs with money for years. It's been a a source of stress for me and a source of joy for me at different times. But what I really left to do was to create freedom of schedule, right? Now, money provides freedom too. It allows us to do the things we want to do, to get the care we need, to buy the things we want, to have the experiences we choose. But for me, it was much more about the value of time. I wanted to do the work I wanted to do for the people that I cared about and and could help on the schedule I wanted. If I wanted to take off at two in the afternoon to meet a friend for a beer, or if I wanted to spend more time with my family or be able to drop in and see my parents or help my parents, that was what I wanted to create. I wanted the lifestyle. And I think that made all the difference, right? Now, as a person who's running a side hustle or uh, their own uh, entrepreneurial efforts or someone who's working full-time outside of the home and then comes home to a family, you're going to be working a lot, right? This wasn't a way to take time off. So if I decided to go out in the afternoon or wake up late in the morning, then I was going to work that night or whatever it took to get the job done. That was my responsibility, but that was the trade-off I was willing to make because I wanted to decide when I was going to work. I wanted to work at the times that I could maximize my most creative efforts. I didn't want to have to be on a nine to five shift because somebody told me to. I wanted to work at seven in the morning if that was 
best for the project and for myself. And really, in the early days, I worked around the clock, and I loved it. That was just fine. I was single. I was building this business, and that was the lifestyle I want. Later, when I got married and and had a child, that changed again, right? Because my lifestyle needs were different. The things I wanted in my life were different. And now, as I'm in my 50s, different yet. So as we go into the new year, I want to start thinking about this. When your business or your side hustle or your family changes, when your entrepreneurial vision grows or your hobbies demand more time, when you want to give more volunteer hours or try some different things as you uh, phase into the second or third or fourth stage of life, wherever we're at, right? Can your lifestyle, the things you're doing at work and at play, support your values and the kind of schedule and lifestyle you want to live. Because when we do that, we have not only more fun working and doing these things, we learn a whole lot more, but we also are more motivated over the long run. So this helps us create energy and the excitement and the momentum we need to develop anything, whether it's a business or an art project or a volunteer schedule or a family that works, right? It's across the board. Remember, we're talking about launching a lifestyle that includes the things that are meaningful to you. Most of us have a work life. Most of us have family or friends we'd like to spend time with. And most of us have personal needs we want to tend to, things we want to learn, uh, fitness uh, work or health work that we want to get into to improve our bodies, spiritual work. But today we're talking about moving into the new year with an awareness about the kind of life we want to create for ourselves. It's not just a one-off resolution, I want to lose 20 pounds, because of course I want to lose 20 pounds. But it's more what is the structure I want to create in my daily life that will support my, me and my family and my needs in the long run, and one that is sustainable in a way that continues to foster my motivation and my excitement and my joy. This life thing can be fun no matter what's happening around us and clearly ups and downs, right? It's not easy. But we can create the structures and the activities that help ramp us up and get us excited so we can work through those difficult times a little easier and make a difference in the world, okay? So let's talk about that, right? Income source is usually important to most of us. I wanted in my own life to be curious and excited. I wanted to keep learning. I wanted to write. So what are the things in your lifestyle that are going to keep you going? What is it you care about? What is it you want to do? Right? When we know that, when we recognize what we value and what qualities are important to us, when we know our why behind what we're doing, then that sparks our intrinsic motivation. Intrinsic motivation is a thing psychologists say keep us going, right? Intrinsic motivation builds when we are doing something that is personally meaningful or interesting or valuable. When we have those qualities in our work or our lifestyle, in our lives, we are more likely to persist. We tend to keep going through the challenges when we are intrinsically motivated because The work matters to us. We like what we are doing. We enjoy the accomplishment or the growth or the outcomes or the learning or the challenge. 
Think about this and what you're doing. Definitely, I have intrinsic motivation in my work, but what about my family? I'd say yes. I'm interested in my daughter. I'm interested in my husband. I'm interested in the ways that we interact together, um, good and bad, and the ways we can improve that. Now, does that mean I always like it? No. I mean, it's hard, right? Being a mother, being a wife, it's hard. But it's meaningful and worthwhile to me because these people in my life now are meaningful and worthwhile to me, and I value our family. So, that makes it easier to stay on track even during the difficult times. So look at your relationships. Are there people in your life that inspire you, that you love, that are uh, contributing to your life in a meaningful way and whom you want to give to, who you value, who you want to help, right? Because that's one factor we need to consider. If you're in relationships that aren't supporting you, um, friendships or you know, family relationships. It's a good time to look at that. What is fulfilling? What is meaningful? And what can you contribute? And what are you getting from those? Right? When we are in this space tackling challenges because we find them rewarding and interesting, then we're more likely to do better. And this plays out in a big time in our business, in our projects, in our entrepreneurial endeavors or side hustles, right? This is essential to me in my work as a writer because I don't always want to write. I don't always feel like doing the work, like every job has that. But I am challenged and curious and rewarded constantly by the work I do. Writing is open-ended. There's always a different structure or a different idea or something to develop. There's never one easy answer or solution, so I'm constantly challenged and moved by it. Psychologist Edward Desi and others say that tackling challenges because we find them rewarding and interesting actually leads us to create better quality work, to develop more innovative ideas and be more creative. We come up with better solutions to problems. This is where innovation lies if you're creating a business, but I think it's also where innovation lies if you're parenting, right? What in your life do you enjoy because you're curious about it? Because it's challenging, but you also find those activities rewarding and interesting. Skiing, writing, painting, parenting. Are you arranging flowers on the side, commissioning artwork? Are you running a business that makes a difference in the community to the people you employ? What is it for you in your lifestyle that is both meaningful and interesting that will keep you going despite challenge? Because heck, there are going to be a bunch of challenges and we are going to have setbacks even in things we love the most. But headed into this year, we're not looking to launch a business or a weight loss program or, or any one thing. We don't have to shake everything up, but I want us to be deliberate in what we are doing so we can launch the life we want to live. And that means the relationships and the business projects, the clients we work with, the things we create on the side. It's all possible. And I think this is essential to entrepreneurs uh, and to freelancers across the board. But if you're in a corporate job that you don't love, look for the things that you find interesting 
about that job. Look for the things that are challenging and rewarding when you complete, because usually there's some aspect of the work that we can find to really tap into. And when you find that, you'll feel better about getting up and going every day. All right. So how do we do this? I'm going to ask you some questions when we get back from the break about how we can create the personal and professional goals that infuse us with this special kind of intrinsic motivation so we can create a lifestyle that we want to live in the new year. Hang on, we'll be right back to talk about that. And we're back on Polly Campbell Simply Said part of the Best Business Network on Electricast. Thank you very much for joining me. We're talking about launching a lifestyle in the new year. It's not enough just to focus on building our business, although that's part of it, or building our side hustle or doing quality work and getting the promotion on the job. It's not enough. We must also focus on building our relationships with others that we care about, expanding our activity and experiences in life. And when we do that, we create a lifestyle that's sustainable because we are driven by this intrinsic motivation, right? The inner spark. When we find something personally meaningful, interesting, or valuable, it makes us likely to continue on and keep learning and growing. And that is what we are drawn to in life. So a happy and healthy life filled with well-being and joy and ups and downs and challenges and all of that is really what we do in all those corners, our personal lives and our relationships and our work and our creative lives. So headed into the new year, I'm thinking about creating a lifestyle, not just a job. I want all these factors to come into play so that they align with my values. So my work supports the kind of life I want to live so I can break off at noon if my kid is having a school program I want to see where I need to run her to the doctor's office so that my family is healthy and, and working together so that if I need to work the weekend, they're okay without me. That doesn't feel like I'm drawing too much from them because I've spent time investing in that. I want to create a lifestyle that allows me to golf and watch duck football and do the things that bring me joy and one that allows me to meet with friends and family and spend time in those relationships that really inspire me and boost me up and also allow me to give something to the people I care about. So this is all of it, right? It's not just about building a business, or work life. That's part of it. But really, if we want to live satisfied, engaged, healthy lives, we want to look at all these things, the lifestyle that drives it. So here's how we start with this. And here's how I've done it. You know, years ago, when I set up shop, I thought about many of these things. And as I've gotten older, and the business and the family have changed, I refined that. So this is a guide for you to start thinking about creating a plan that you can live and work with. You might have other questions to add or some of these might not speak to you. Do what works for you. But this is how we simply start on launching a lifestyle in the new year. One that we want to live, one that we're excited and gets us out of bed in the morning. Okay, so simply start by posing these questions. One, get clear on why you're driven to build your thing. What is it that excites you? about this friendship or this work, this endeavor, this hobby? What need does it fill? We are more motivated when what we do matters to us. Know your why. Why are you doing 
this. You know, this can really illuminate the should do's, the patterns we get into where we say yes to a whole bunch of things because we think we should do them. I am really working on that. And the pandemic has helped me because for a year, there was nothing we really could do outside of the house, right? Not safely. And I took that very seriously. So did my family. So I really looked at the should do's I'd been doing all along. And I started to stream that back because I felt so good without that hanging over my head. This doesn't mean I love people. It doesn't mean I don't want to go out with my friends. It just means if I'm feeling like I should do this for somebody else at my own expense or my family's expense, I don't do it. I set up another time when it's going to work better. And I say no, kindly and gently. Because usually it's nothing personal. Almost always it's nothing personal. It's all about taking care of the things I have in my day that create this lifestyle I'm going for. So get clear on why you're doing what you're doing. Understand how your product, service, idea, volunteer hours, project will help others. Listen, this is important to drop down into because for a long time, I thought it would be better for my family if I didn't work as much. And what I realized is, it wasn't because I wasn't as solid with myself. I write to work things out. I also write to make money. We need both those things. We need a mom who is not crazy and we needed the income. So I had to go back to work. And when I did that, I realized that's what I needed. I needed that time for me as a person to develop too. I became a better parent when I did that. I became happier with myself. So we tend to feel more satisfied when we are making positive contributions in our lives and through our work. Write down the ways you'll support your families, friends, community, or the causes you value as an individual. And also take note of how your work does that or your hobby. There's no wrong answers here, right? This is about understanding what we're creating and doing with our time so that we can align it with the things we value most. What do you want to do and learn and experience in life and why? Listen, curiosity is a big driver of intrinsic motivation. We work best when we are growing and learning and trying new things. If you have a life that makes time for the new and novel experiences, foods, people, ideas, your business and your family life will reflect that because you'll be excited and engaged. I love it when my daughter goes off in the world and comes back with a story to tell about something I know nothing about. I'm glad she's curious and trying new things, right? I love to learn new things in my own life and go try different things. It adds a little excitement. So find that for yourself, whether it's at home or work or something you do for yourself. What do you want to do? in the year ahead. What do you want to try? You want to go snowshoeing? You want to take an art class, learn how to cook Chinese food? What is it you'd like to know? I'm working on a project now that I've thought about for years. And it's something that's way outside my comfort zone. But I'm done talking about it. I, I, it's, it's time to do, we just do not have the kind of time to sit back anymore and wait for things to come with us. We've got to create them in our own lifestyle. Why do you want to do it? What else drives you? Maybe you want to change the world. 
That's not bad. Make a million bucks. I do. Create something better, more innovative, more interesting. Maybe you want to solve a problem, help others, have fun. Remember what you are working for and you'll suffer less on the tough days. This is a big one for me because I've created my dream job, right? I'm doing the thing that many people want to do. I'm a full-time writer. And so I feel almost ashamed and ungrateful when those days come out and I do not want to sit down and write or it sucks and it feels painful, okay? We're all going to have those tough days. And this goes back to the why. When we remember why we're doing what we're doing, it's easier to get started, to break that inertia. And once we're going, be okay. Trust me on this. Once I get going, I can keep going for at least 20 minutes, right? Also, daydream a little bit. On your best day, what would you like your schedule to be? What would you like your life to look like. I think this is so fun and definitely worth thinking about. This is like the question of if you want a million dollars or $50 million, what would you do with the money, right? Because when we start to visualize how our lives look, it's like one of creating one of those vision boards where you take pictures from magazines or online sources and you paste them on the paper and this is where you want to go. When we start to visualize how we would like our day to look, we start to create that image and that's when things feel good that's when we become creators in our own life and that's what life is about I really think right we cannot control many of the things that are going to come into our life or happen to us but we can always control our response and it's that response that helps us create the life we want to live because the hard stuff is going to come down but often opportunities and possibilities and ideas come out of that when we are deliberately working to create the life we want. Listen, I think this is the fun stuff. I really do. I get fired up about this stuff because if we are lucky enough to be here to ring in the new year and the next day and the next day, if we have that privilege, then we get to shape our days in ways we want to live so that even when the difficulties come into our lives, there are still things that matter, that are meaningful to us, that we can use to help us keep going. I, I think that's exciting to think about. I can bore my friends about this forever. But I've really believed that. And I've done that in my own life. Recently, I had a health uh, situation. I had a surgery. I got a new hip. I got my hip replaced. Great. Um, but the comeback from that was totally motivated by the things I'm talking about. I, I'm excited to try new things with my bionic leg. I'm excited to have experiences I haven't been able to have for a while. And so going into the surgery, I was thinking about these things. Not the scary parts of the surgery, not the what ifs, but the things like, oh, when this works. When this helps me, now I'm going to add this into my lifestyle. I'm going to start doing this. I'm going to try this again. And I got so fired up, I couldn't wait to get to the hospital. So that's what I'm talking about. Normally, I'm not sitting around saying, yay, I can't wait to have surgery, right? But since that's the path I was going down, the one I had chosen, I was going to max it out and make it an adventure. And that's exactly what happened. I'm so fortunate and grateful that it happened that way. But I think we can all create this momentum going into the days of our lives. So the simply nifty practice today is I want you to pull out a sheet of paper or a calendar page, however you document your time, but don't do it on your phone, right? I need you to have a piece of paper and a pen. 
I want you to write down 7 a.m. And at the bottom of the page, write down 10 p.m. or whenever you go to bed. Okay. Now, if 7 a.m. is too early for you to get up, just put it around 7 a.m. that you're sleeping and then go through your day. But I want you to map out each hour of the day. I want you to map out when you go to work, when you do your painting or your meditation or your workout. I want on the perfect day of your life, I want you to map out how it would look hour by hour by hour, eating or napping or watching football or exercising or having sex or spending time with your friends, whatever it would be. I want you to schedule your perfect day and the activities of all those days. Now, if you're not painting yet or writing the book yet or working out yet, that's fine. But if that's where you want to go, put that into your schedule as though you were creating it already. Put in your work. If you're working full time at one job, but also working a side hustle, put it down. Mark those times in. If you're working a lot, but want family time, put it down. Mark those. Now, remember, this is your perfect day. So your family time doesn't have to wait until five o'clock. Your perfect day. And maybe you're spending the morning with your kids and going to work in the afternoon. I don't know what it looks like for you. Play, fantasize, visualize, daydream. And after each item you put down, remember, we're going to go hour by hour by hour. After each item you put down, I want you to close your eyes and just imagine the feeling that would come on the day you're doing that thing. So for me, I wake up, I have a hot cup of coffee at about 6. I close my eyes, I write down coffee at 6, and I just take that in, that feeling that I get when I start, that's part of my perfect day. And, and that feeling I get when I start my day like that, right? So I want you to note the item. And I want you to note the feeling to experience the feeling in your body. This is how we make things a reality. And this new year, we are going to create the life we want to live, right? Listen, there are going to be ups and downs. We are not through this pandemic yet. Please get vaccinated, wear a mask, do that to keep you safe. Do that to keep me safe, please. And there are going to be changes in business and work schedules and all sorts of things we have to manage. But we are in charge of how we spend our time and how we respond to the things that come into our life. And when we take that responsibility, when we begin to deliberately choose the things we want to have in our lives and the way we want to spend our time, we begin creating the life we want to live. And that's what I want for us. That's what I want for us. That's what I think is worthwhile. And when we do that, not only will we have a great year, which I think we're going to have, but we will all learn to live well, do good, and be happy. DC, I host the rock podcast, Back to the Arena, the Interviews. It's about a 30-minute podcast where I talk one-on-one with a band who has released new music. You can find us on all the best podcast sites like Spotify, Apple, Google, iHeartRadio, and more. If you're a rock fan like me, subscribe today to Back to the Arena, the Interviews. Electric Acid. 
Introducing the Deep Leadership Podcast. Leadership is a people business. That's the philosophy of your podcast host, John Rennie. As a former submarine officer who spent 22 years leading businesses in corporate America before starting his own manufacturing business, he knows that leadership matters. Leadership matters. Deep Leadership is real-world, actionable leadership advice from John and his expert guests. Become a leader worth following. Subscribe today. Electric Acid. Electric Acid.